or do you want me to just get this is Luis Cortez of the way and I'm here with Ernest Gabion from Golden Boy Promotions he's part of the fighter relations we're at the media roundtable for Virgil Ortiz 14 and 0 with 14 knockouts Walter Wake contender some like to call him prospect but he's already beyond that and very shortly he should be on the world championship stage um Tell us a little bit more about about this path for uh, for Virgil. Well, with Virgil, it, I mean, it's kind of the similar path as, as some of the hotter prospects that you see, where where the number of fights doesn't necessarily equate to what they present in the ring. Um, you've seen it with Devin Haney. You see it now with Ryan Garcia, who's barely twenty one. And I think you're starting to see that with Virgil, where I mean, if you look at the fights as he's had the last three fights, they've they've been tougher and tougher each step. You know, and I think he's passed it with flying colors. And it's not necessarily just his KO ratio. It's more so what he's doing to get those KOs. I mean, he's setting up traps. He's, he's working it behind his jab. He's, he's going to the body. He's mixing it up very well to where he's, you know, he's a five-star. He's a five-tool athlete. If you were to say it in baseball terms, he's a five-tool athlete. And he's got it all. And, and I think you start to see that inclination, that, 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 where it's at that cusp where you're, okay, we need to start putting him into title contention. We need to start put, putting him against ranked fighters. You know, and and uh, I think like the other prospects that have come up, I think he's going to pass it with fire and colors, if maybe even more. I mean, he's in a hot division. So, so I mean, the, the matchups are there if he wants them. Yeah. Now, uh, that speaks to the way he's being brought along by Golden Boy. I mean, everybody always raves about the history of, a uh, promotional company like Top Rank and how they nurtured their champions, Oscar being one of them. Um, so it's really interesting to see how Oscar and, and, and the promotional company has kind of taken that sort of template to nurture somebody like Virgil, who, like you said, is skilled, mm-hmm. talented, but now he's getting the experience of being in there with guys like Mauricio mm-hmm. Herrera mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Roscoe. Uh, Roscoe yeah. So how do you think that step... It's, it's prime. It's it's prime time for him. I mean, we were just talking about before we started recording about how he has been around these type of events, being part of the Garcia camps and all that. Um, it's about starting to see a little bit of an itch there for him to see his name in the lights. Oh yeah, I think so. I think he's he's at a, at the like I said, you know, previous. I think he's at the cusp where he sees it, he wants it, he's he's aspiring to be something, you know. And, and you mentioned the the brain trust of top rank well i think uh uh matchmaking with robert and previous yeah. to that eric gomez who was right. a matchmaker um i think they understand the blueprint to to uh a successful fighter uh, they're doing it with ryan garcia now they're doing it with virgil and i i think they 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 build a trust with their fighters to know that you know hey i'm not going to steer you wrong we have a path we have a definite you know itinerary as to what we see you fighting and yeah. and and I'd put up Robert and, and, and the whole matchmaking team up against anybody right now. I mean, yeah. they, they, they know what they're doing and they know how to do it. And, you know, and I have big faith that Robert and, and the whole entire team will, will steer Virgil into, you know, not just the point where he's fighting tougher challenges, but where it gives him uh, that kind of launching pad towards being a, a, a star and hopefully a megastar. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, especially with social media being the way it is, <laughs> to say it lightly, right? Uh, um, with everyone being an expert and the fans. I mean, boxing has 
passionate fans. Yes, so, I mean, sometimes it's a gift and a curse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, because, you know, everybody likes to weigh in on, on how they... Uh, uh, they feel that fighters should be doing what they should be doing with their careers and so forth. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at is um, it's kind of now being put on the fighter. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this to Virgil during the roundtable that fans are starting to say, well, okay, business-wise, especially from the PBC model yeah. where they like to stay in-house um, and their response is always it's business. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see cracking that? Because they've really got a lock on the titles, except for the WBO, and they even refuse to, um, at times, acknowledge, except for the <laughs> fighters themselves. Somebody, I mean, kudos to somebody like Sean Porter, right, who yeah. acknowledges uh, that Terrence Crawford even exists. So, I mean, how do you feel that's going to play itself out to at least try and get a crack? Well, I mean, you got to think, too, you know, it, it's going to be hard to ignore a, a fighter like Virgil once he starts knocking on that door because eventually they're going to have to pay attention to him. He is going to get ranked. He is going to be a mandatory for someone out there. You know, and if it has to go to purse bit, so be it. But I think we as a company would want to work together with whoever holds that belt that Virgil is, is going after and making the fight bigger rather than just, you know, okay, we're going to have it to go to purse bid. We'll set the venue. You're the lead promoter or whatever, whoever wins the purse bid. You know, they, I think the other promoters have to see the potential in a Virgil Ortiz matchup, in you know, in seeing how big a, a fight such as I don't know Virgil Ortiz versus you know I, I know someone had mentioned Danny Garcia you know right. you know yeah. something like that you know it could be I mean you could have it either in Texas or in Brooklyn where where Danny fights a lot and it'd be a big event you know and I think. Uh, uh, I know, you know, the stigma behind, you know, promoters stay with their own fighters and stuff like that. Yeah. But I do think that, that, you know, with, you know, kind of the fans going out there and groaning and, 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 and saying, hey, we need to stop doing this in-house stuff. Um, maybe we do get over the hump and, and start seeing fights happen and, 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 and germinate from, you know, complaints like that. You know, because in the end, uh, if you don't put out a product that the fans want to see they're going to turn away they're going to stop yeah. they're going to stop viewing they're going to stop paying for pay-per-views they're going to stop coming to the to the to the actual fights itself you know and the best i've always said you know because i'm i grew up a fan too i didn't you know necessarily just yeah. was born into you know working golden yeah. with golden News flash fans yeah. most of us have <laughs> whether you cover the sport yeah. or you're supposedly yeah. impartial whatever well, you know what i'm saying yeah i was a, i was an <laughs> admin for max boxing then i worked for max boxing and worked for boxing scene you? did my All radio right. show yeah. and then i started working for everlast and and now with yeah. golden boy so I, you know, I kind of worked my way up the ranks. You're and part I, of the system now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm acclimated into the system. But I, I think in the end, the fans, the best way you can show your discontent with the sport is simply don't pay for it. You know, and if you if you're if you're unhappy with the matchup, if you're going, oh God, why are they doing that? Then simply turn away. Don't yeah. don't view it. Don't 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 support it. So that way, the promoters. The, the matchmakers, the sanctioning bodies, they all see, hey, we got to make these fights. You know, right. it, these guys aren't, aren't buying the, the champion facing someone who just got ranked because 
because that's the fight that they want to make. You know, yeah, we, I, we we don't need to see that anymore. Yeah, I agree. I think that's uh, the best way to put it. If you don't, if you're not buying, then really don't buy. Yeah, it's that simple. It. Because I mean, a lot and a lot of fans are smart enough nowadays that you know the the adage of hey, you know, it's business that fighters would throw out. Mm-hmm. Not mentioning from specific companies, no, but they no, would no. throw out and say, "Oh, you don't understand the other guys across the street. Oh, it's just business. You don't get it." Well, I mean, those days are over. Fans do. Get they should it. be so, over. It, well, if it, you it, know, it, they, it, they it understand. May not be, it may not be over, but it should the curtain's be over. kind of been, you know, yeah, it, it, pushed to the side now. Yeah. People, fans get to see that. The inner so. match, uh, you know, the kind of the machinations of, of, of actually making these types of cards. It is complicated and it is a little, you know, different. It, it doesn't. Not all the fans get to see. All that stuff, but you know, it, it, it does. It shouldn't prevent fights that we want to see from happening. Right. Simple as that. It's you, simple. Now, do you see um, Virgil being a staple for DAZN? I mean, oh, yeah. Canelo's got this contract. He's got a got what like seven more fights on it, regardless of what happens Saturday night, yeah. tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, just like everybody, the the career comes to an end. Mm-hmm. So all the greats walk off mm-hmm. so do you see that as as an opportunity to while Canelo's doing what he's doing on this level well, see, Virgil's making his way up to that exactly. level and then the transition will be seamless see and I think that's that's kind of the proper way of, of, of working a promotion you know a promotion company is you know if you have your star if you have your Canelo you know you, while we're enjoying the success of a Canelo you have to build a foundation for your future and that's why we have you know Ryan Garcia Virgil Ortiz Alexis Rocha who's a stud right. you, know, you know that people aren't talking about he had you know he took some time off but he's a stud you know you got a lot of kids to build the foundation in, in proper weight classes that to the fights that you're going to want to see you know and, and it's going to happen rapidly you're going to see Virgil get you know bigger and bigger and, and more of a prevalent fixture on the zone you're going to see Ryan Garcia headline his own cards, not just on smaller fantasies, but on the huge, bigger events, you know? Yeah. And the same thing with Alexis. I think he's on the cusp. I think he'll have a big 2020 where he comes back and people start recognizing him for the prospect that he is, you know? And, and, and I think that's the very, you know, that's a key essential thing to build some of these kids into not just great fighters, but stars, you know, it's people that, you know, fighters that people want to see, you know, and, and in the meantime, you know, yeah, we can rely on Canelo, you know, being that, 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 that flagship for us, you know, and, and in the meantime, we build up these kids. Now, do you, th- lastly, do you think yeah. that, um, like, Virgil is already the closer one, because Ryan Garcia is on this card, mm-hmm. Blair Cobb is on this card, yes, back in the day, before apps were around if this was a pay-per-view mm-hmm. you know you would have wanted to have a Virgil Ortiz on this to showcase him but with the subscription-based service now um is that why he was left off or it was just a kind of so that he could build his already start because he's the closer one out of all the names that as far are as kind of being his own franchise being his own title starting to be that breakout on his own away from just kind of being nurtured underneath a canal undercards. and undercards of that. Well, I think with, the way it was in the past. I think with Ryan, I think it's it's just more of a perfect match because since they both Canelo and Ryan share the same trader in Eddie Reynoso. Logistics, too. Yeah, I think logistically it's something, you know, and I think Ryan feels more comfortable being on that. And he had, op- had openly said, you know, after he had uh, his fight with uh, Sparrow backed out that, you know, he yeah. wanted doing yeah, a... what a craziness on, that was. Yeah, yeah well, that, was, <laughs> that was nuts. <laughs> I mean, I talked to Avery like a day before he flew out here. Then yeah. 
24 hours later. Yeah. It was like, oh, what yeah. the hell happened? But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we can't control the fighters' personal lives. And, you yeah. Know, it, 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 if it's something that interferes, of course, you know, we're going to take the blow of it. But, you know, right. getting back to the subject, Ryan right, not right. openly called out Romero Duno. Said, I want it on the Canelo, the Canelo undercard. Next fight, September. I want this. You know, I want yeah. it now. So yeah. he, did, he got it. You know, and, and, and I think time will, will eventually he'll start you know blossoming out into his own cards bigger and bigger venues bigger and bigger events bigger names and stuff like that and the same with Virgil but I think yeah with Virgil I think since we had his homecoming fight um, back in Midland is it Midland? no that, well kind of Dallas but in Dallas at the Verizon Center against Orozco I think we saw he can draw I mean especially in his whole town it was it was a really sizable crowd and yeah. I think we're, we're building upon that he's, he's supposed to fight December 13th um, I think it's going to be at Fantasy Springs you know right. it's a nice venue for him to to kind of gauge where he's at you know and then I think he'll, he'll do really well hey man any chance I'm from Philly I'm uh-huh. an East Coast guy okay any chance you guys can start coming out east you never know I hear it all the time I go to all the shows in the east coast and it's always asked when, when is Golden Boy what's going on with Golden Boy whatever you know, happened to Golden honestly, Boy East I, I, I honestly think <laughs> is it Bernard from Philly what that, happened man I and honestly like, think I there know. are so many untapped markets in boxing I, I, and I, I think while we're sitting here in Vegas which is kind of the the the, yeah. the, the center of, of mega stardom I also think that there are a lot of untapped markets. I think Atlanta's an untapped market. Chicago's an untapped market. Philly's an untapped. I, I think you're going to start seeing more and more uh, fights in cities that matter. You know, I, at least in my opinion. I mean, you, you, it's just doing the same old Las Vegas, and not to take anything away. It's, I mean, as you can see, it's an event. Yeah. You know, absolutely. but taking you know taking these types of fights, maybe moving them out into other cities. I think that's that's a necessary thing. And to get back to Golden Boy, yeah. I mean, I, I would think that uh, you know when Lamont Roach wins his belt, you know, next week, you know, maybe we have a homecoming fight for Lamont Roach. You know, it, it, maybe it's something that Blair Cobb, Blair Cobb, yeah. Why not? You know, it's it, born out in Philly. You know, I think uh, I think yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. You know, to have that hometown fighter. You know, bring home a belt and, and have a Golden fight. Golden Boy East. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Was, you bring know. it back. Put the word in there. Wasn't it Golden Boy East with Bernard and then yeah, Golden Bernard Boy Mexico then... with Barrera? Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, man. All right. Cool. Well, I appreciate the time. Uh, no Thank you. Thank you. All right.